Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Sophie Teixeira. So Sophie is a French chef, certified integrative nutrition health coach and entrepreneur based in Miami. After being diagnosed with subclinical hypothyroidism, she was determined to heal naturally through food and lifestyle changes. Today, Sophie is a graduate of the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, one of the world's most respected nutrition and health coaching schools. She is also completing her certification as an executive chef at the Mariano Moreno Culinary Institute in Miami. Instead of following the latest fad diet, Sophie promotes a plant-rich, nutrient-dense diet to support hormonal balance, digestion, and metabolism. So I'm really excited to have you here with me today, Sophie. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Welcome. Thank you. It's an honor. It's an honor. I'm very, very happy to be here with you. All right. Beautiful. Well, the first thing I want to ask you is, were you the little girl who was making food for your dolls and your teddy bears? (laughs) Or did food come into your life later down the road after you were diagnosed as something you needed to pay attention to? I'd say growing up, well, you'll hear it soon. I'm French and growing up in a French family in Paris, food was very present. My mom was always in the kitchen. I loved food, but I wouldn't say that it was very healthy. Actually, I wasn't as you were raised on bread, cheese uh, and wine later on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So no, it, it was very rich. Like all the kids here, I had nuggets and, and burgers and things. So no, I, I didn't have a specifically a healthy childhood, but the food that we had was always made with love. And, you know, it was always a moment to share with a family. And so there was something about it. It's cultural that is healthy in a way, if it mm. makes sense. Then, well, I, I had three children and I th- I'd say in my 30s, I was able to get away with everything, with the late night, the parties, the, the alcohol, the everything. And I think after the birth of my third child is when my health started going downhill. I didn't really know. I didn't really care. Didn't really, you know, it wasn't part of my, my thought process. I wasn't really taking care of my health. Just to put it into context for your listener, mm. I, I lived in Barbados, a very happy, beautiful lifestyle with my three very young children, and my husband, and we decided it's time for them to have a normal life. And I moved the whole family to Miami. I had to invest in a business, to run this business, to put three kids to school, to get a new social life. 
And to do all this without my husband, who was still commuting from Barbados, it was hell. Mm. I I was not sleeping, not at all. I was waking up feeling miserable. My mood was all over the place. I didn't recognize myself. I, I used to be very optimistic and very lively and everything. And I, lo- I had lost my light. I wasn't sleeping. This was the core of my, my thing. I was losing my hair to the point that I, I was crying and I was reaching, I was in 36 probably at the time and I was feeling like I couldn't deal with things the way I, I used to and I started I think I really believe in um, I don't know about you but I really believe in life in general and, and the universe and things your way and two people I knew from different places talked to me about this institute for integrative nutrition and at the time I was feeling the worst I signed up I had a chat signed up instantly. I knew this was for me. And I'd say one and a half months into the program of me starting new routines, putting into place all the little things that I was learning, my health starting getting back. I, I, my energy rocketed. I, and I was like, this is, this is incredible. I have to share it. You know, I, I couldn't just live this and not share it. So I didn't do it to become a coach. I did it to get better. And slowly, started in my brain a connection this is what i want to do this is what i'm going to create so without even finishing the program i started root mindful nutrition and i started sharing tips sharing sharing because i wanted to touch one woman at a time any way possible my friends my family the friends of my friends etc started coming to me as a as a point of you know a discussion to start a conversation about their own health struggles which I was able to help them. So I started coaching people privately like this once I got graduated and certified. And this is how it all started back in 2018. Beautiful. All right. Well, there's so many places I want to go with this. I think what I want to start with, Sophie, is the situation that you found yourself in when Mm -hmm. you decided to move from Barbados do you feel like you were already on the downslope when you were in Barbados and then the stress of the move and all the additional stress had a cascading effect? Or was it once you got to Miami and started to build the stress that that your health started to go downhill? If you mentioned stress. I think it's key here. Stress is responsible for half our, if not more, our problems. And the six months before I, so making the decision to move was a happy decision. It was a family decision. But once I started searching for the business, investing in there, all the, it suddenly fell on me to hold mm. the family together. Mm. And I, at 36, we are still young. <laughs> and I felt that I had to reinvent myself. I had to reinvent, reinvent myself so many times. When I quit my job to follow my husband in Barbados, I had to reinvent myself. Mm. I feel we all have to do that as women. And once again, I had to reinvent myself and becoming a, an entrepreneur, having a business. It was a store and a, and a poolside restaurant that I had to manage, a business that I had. I came from cosmetics, marketing. Mm-hmm. This had nothing to do with it. Mm. So I had a foot in the daily business and, and, and selling food. And, and it was just managing, it was daily stressors, mini stressors Mm. every day and including the weekend, which was really hard on me and on my health and a husband expecting things over the weekend and me having to deal with everything and the, the kids. And so I think this is a big part, the stress that it was creating and me wanting to do it all and do it perfectly and 
and not not sleeping over it. I think the stress is is a key factor that went that that really drove me to the bottom. Yeah, beautiful. So then the second part of the question that I want to ask is you know, it seems like you got some kind of divine intervention when everything was falling apart and the, it pointed you in the direction yeah. of the food thing, because in that kind of situation where you had that much stress, it could have been anything yeah. that was causing, you know, yeah. so you had this divine intervention. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about, you know, your own experience with having divine intervention, right? Uh -huh. the, the universe sending you the signals that you need to pay attention to. Can you talk a little bit about that? I, I'm going to try it. I feel like I'm very connected to those signs. I'm going to give you an example. I've been seeing 911 everywhere. I, I, I know I'm not the only one. I've looked it up online because <laughs> I was freaking out. Almost every day I see a 911 and a 1 next to each other very regularly. And I was like, what does it mean? Is it a, is it, and, and I, Deep inside me, I know that it's an emergency signal. It's like emergency. You need to to change something. You need to act. So I have these things. I'm I'm also a spiritual person. I pray. I don't know if that's the right place to share this, but I'm, totally. I totally believe in the power of connecting yourself to something higher. Mm. You call it anything in your life. It can be anything. And I often. It's funny because my sleep is the problem, and now it's often at night that I have those realization and, and that I sometimes at night I have dreams that go beyond all my limits. Mm -hmm. We have natural limits, limiting beliefs that we have. And at night there, the, all the boundaries are, are exploded and you could be, or you could do anything. And it's often in the morning I wake up and I have a new idea mm -hmm. and surely this how fast it happened for me uh, to sign up for IIN, the Institute mm -hmm. for Integrative Nutrition was a confirmation, something that I knew deep inside me, it was mm. made for me. And I love to help people. Um, some people are just not, don't listen, but opening your eyes, your ears, your every, all your senses to know that it's the moment to change something in your life. Right. Uh, and not, we don't have to wait until we hit bottom to, 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 do to make the right. change. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, so what I love about this is you knew, like there was yeah. a direct knowing, and I, I have that experience. Many of the guests that have been on the show are spiritually oriented and have that, you know, direct mm -hmm. relationship with the divine and have that knowing, like, I know this is for me. So with that being said, here you are with three kids, husbands in Barbados, running a business, health is crashing, not sleeping, hair falling out. And get the divine intervention to connect with the I-I-N and know that it's for you. Where did you find room in your life to add that to the, to the plate, right? I was stuck with a lot of work and I, I knew that I had a few hours during my day and that I-I-N was allowing me to work remotely to organize my week the way I wanted to. And I said, this is a priority. This, If I do this for me, I'll have mo a multiplication of free hours after that. Mm -hmm. And and it's really, I knew it. So, and this will make me happy. This will make me feel better, be more healthy, be more energetic. And this will help me deal with my problems in a much healthier way. And, and here I was not taking the stress as much and being able to, I learned Spanish at the same time because I had to, because in Miami, it's the first language. I so I had time to do that as well, but 
just because then suddenly I was becoming better at my job, which wasn't my passion, but I had to do it for the family, for everything. So I became better at it and I could step out of it. I could let other people manage things that I used to do. Mm. I wasn't hands-on as I used to, or used to think I had to be. Mm. And fueling myself with something that I was passionate about and then giving back to my community in the way that I was doing. And at the time I was nothing. I'm still not, not much, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm growing and it's not my, my purpose is not to become famous or anything. My purpose is to help people along the way. Well, and look out, you're on wickedly smart women's. This is exciting. <laughs> we're going to yeah. take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about what you just talked about, about how you found the room, you prioritized. Yeah. So, but right now we are going to take a quick break. Wickedly smart women, we could use your help. If you're enjoying the show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. And we'd also love to ask you to share our show with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. I want to celebrate that our book, Wickedly Smart Women, Trusting Intuition, Taking Action and Transforming Worlds, Got 34 distinctions when we launched it, including number one new release in six categories, an international bestseller, and we're doing a volume two. So if you have interest or you know somebody who would be great to be considered to be part of volume two of that book, please do reach out and let me know and I will hook you up with our publisher who is amazing. So I do want to say a huge thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. I want to shout out this week to our listeners in Portugal, in France, and we might as well shout out to our listeners in Miami too. We will be <laughs> right back with Sophie Teixeira. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by Women in Transition, Women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your wealthy life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Sophie Teixeira. You can find out more about Sophie, make direct connection with her on Instagram, and we'll have that for you in the show notes. You can go to root, R-O-O-T underscore mindful nutrition on Instagram and check out her beautiful Instagram profile and all of the fun things that she has there to help you to make some powerful decisions about becoming more healthy and eating in a way that actually supports your well-being. So Sophie, before we went to the break, we were talking about how did you find room? Here you are in the like most stressful moment of probably your life, running everything, three kids, husband's not there, health is falling apart, hair is falling out, and you found the room to go to IIN. And what you said before we went to the break was 
you made it a priority. And this is something I want our listeners to really hear. So often we don't prioritize ourselves. And so often, like you said, with your business, you thought you had to be the one doing all the things and and being hands-on, but then you discovered when you shifted your priorities and you became more focused on your well-being, everything around you got better. So I'd love to have you talk about your own internal process with making yourself a priority, making your health a priority, making the food that you put into your body a priority, making the things that you know are for you a priority, and how that has really benefited everyone around you. I had to start by making a conscious decision that being selfish wasn't a bad thing Mm -hmm. because the only way I was able to, to help other people is by helping myself first. It's called self-care. It's a big trend, but it's really that. It's prioritizing things for yourself within your day in order to be a better, better at everything you do, better mom, better, better quality time you spend with your children, better at your job, better in the present moment with the people I coach. It's present in my life at every moment. My sleep was a priority. So I said, this is necessary that I don't watch Netflix in the evening. If I don't do that, and instead the half hour before I go to bed, I take a book and it's distracting me. It's, it's a it's novel or it, anything that just distracts me from all the thoughts that I have. And, and also without the light that prevents your melatonin production and, and stops you from, from falling asleep. All this quickly came a habit. And yes, of course, you don't have to be perfect all the time. Yes, you can watch Netflix. Yes, you can go out and drink with your friends. But what matters is what you do every day, not what you do one day. And it's important to have a good balance. I like to use the 80, 20, 80% of the time. I know what's good for me and I stick to it because my why is so strong. I don't want to go back to the time where I wasn't sleeping, where I was, I had insomnia, where where I was in a bad mood all the time, irritable. No, I don't want that. My why is so strong that I know exactly how to reset. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's exactly what I love teaching people or coaching people is that there are little ways you have a toolbox. I help them build their own toolbox of little things that they can implement. It's small changes. Once they become a habit, you can move on to the next and and just and easily reset. When, when I know that I'm not feeling well, I go out and I breathe and I move and I stretch. Mm. All, the breathing that we did before this interview was, was fantastic. This is all the little things that really do work. People hear about it and they're like, yeah, well, for other people, journaling, the way what I was to- talking to you um, about earlier, when I have an idea or when I have thoughts that I need to get off my head, I write. Mm. I write my anger. I write my fears. I write everything. It takes me a few minutes, but then it's out, out of my body. And I feel so much better. So there's a lot of reset in, so I'm not talking about food yet. And it's just to show you how it's important to have a holistic approach an integrative approach. Mm. And food is almost a secondary food. Primary food is everything else, your relationship, your career, your, your uh, stress management, your spirituality, all this is so important. And, and then comes the food, what you nourish your body with. Beautiful. Well, you know, one of the things that is also coming up for me as we're having this conversation is 
we don't necessarily get brought up by the culture, by the mm-hmm. world, by our parents, God bless them, by you know our educational institutions to really get deeply connected with our own, like ourselves. Like we don't necessarily know what we personally need Mm -hmm. and then be able to express it. Like that's level two, be able to express the needs. And the truth is that every single one of us is unique, like a snowflake. Mm -hmm. And so my needs might be different from your needs. And interestingly enough, before we sat down for this interview, I was like, I need to go outside. I need to go outside. It's like there's snow on the ground, but I was like, I need to go outside. I don't care if I'm only outside for four minutes. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to stand on the cold yeah. bricks. I'm going to watch the sunset. This <laughs> and I got recharged. You. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I know that now as a result of my own journey of many years of letting go of the belief that I had to be a certain way and mm-hmm. instead found out the way that I am. So and pleasing um, everybody. Yeah. And pleasing everybody, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to talk now about the food and yeah. I'd love to have you share if you would, if there's mm-hmm. like a really fun client, I mean, you're obviously your best client, you are obviously your best client, but if there's a really fun client story that you'd like to share to let our listeners know what's possible for somebody that's not necessarily Sophie to share. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard. I want to share this this client story because it happened a year ago and it was very unusual. So this woman contacts me, don't know her. She's like, I would like to be a coach by you. Can we start a conversation? Absolutely. Let's book a, a time in our calendar. And then an, a man who happens to be her husband calls me and say, you probably talk to, to my wife. She wants to get coached. I'd like to be coached by you as well. And here he comes with all his um, things very, very strong in his mind. And he, he, I knew the minute I spoke to him that it wasn't going to work. And I love him so much. That's why I'm sharing it now. But, and suddenly I felt I have to find something else. I don't want to say no to him, but I can't coach him. He's not coach, coachable. He's right. not coaching material. You know, some people, you don't have that. It's as much the coach who has to, who choose the person as the person who gets coached. And I knew there was, it was going to, he wanted everything right now. He wanted a magic pill. This mm. is not how things work. Mm. Definitely not when you work with me. It takes time. It's a process and it's mm. a fun one, but yeah. I knew it was going to. Anyway, so I said to him, Listen, I'm, I will coach your wife. She will learn everything from me and then be able to share with you in terms of in the house, how you mm. change the way you eat. In the meantime, and in parallel, I would like to deliver the food to you for five days. I would like to deliver my reset meal plan to you. Thank God he lived in my area. So right. I was able to offer him that. I can't do that in New York, for instance, right. but not yet. Yeah, I, like, I love I, that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I developed a reset meal plan, a way of eating that resets your metabolism and resets your digestion. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are overnourished, not overfed, but undernourished, you know, mm-hmm. and we're in this, especially in the US, may I mm-hmm. say. And this is why I'm, I'm so happy I live here. I, I feel I have a purpose. But so my reset meal plan is three meals a day. One of them is a nutrient dense a smoothie, which is liquid, then for lunch, a nutrient-dense bowl, which is solid, and then for dinner, a nutrient-dense soup, which is Mm. liquid again, liquid, solid, liquid. This way, your body doesn't have to process as much. It gets all the the nutrients without having to do too much work. Mm. 
except at lunch where your digestive fire is, is the highest. And this is where you can digest more raw food, etc. not to go into details. Right. So I said, this is the way I eat. Why not double it? Uh, find a nice container. I had one week to turn this around containers to, to package everything and deliver it to him. After five days, he's, he said, where do I sign? Can you do that for uh, the next month? I'm like, uh, I don't know. And yes, and yes, yeah. I learned one thing is that it's amazing the power of saying yes to something you have no idea you can achieve. You book something ahead, you say yes to an event, you've never done this before, but you do it and then you work right. in order to get there and then you do it. And once it's done, you can do it again. Exactly. So I, I had never done this before. I didn't know I if I could do it or not. He was so hooked. He lost cholesterol points. He lost 20 pounds, which is quite significant in about two months, but sustainably. And he, most of all, he enjoys eating this. It's not a diet for him. He had shown me what he's, um, see, he had ordered a lot of meal prep before that was really dull and, and boring. And I was giving him something fun that looked amazing, full of colors, full of flavors from my chef background and he was loving it and yet losing the weight and sleeping better and having less cravings, which was his big thing. So you say, so his, his problems, his health struggles were very different from mine. He was impulse eater uh, mm -hmm. from all the stress in his life and at night, at night. So the bad, the poor sleep and the more cravings and the more sugar, et cetera, et cetera. So mm. this was a big thing on, on quitting sugar and, and discovering the power of whole food in his life. And it's been a year and and he's still my client. Yay. I love that story. I love the the, the part of the story where you knew that he was not your coaching client. I'm so sorry. And I am able to say this because I love him so much now. Yeah. But well, I, I love that. But you knew, you knew, mm. you know, and, and I think that what I really want to underscore for our listeners here, especially those who are entrepreneurs, because we're mm. we're at the end now. But I want to make sure that they hear this as an entrepreneur. You do not have to say yes to everyone. And it is actually a disservice to say yes to the people that you know are not going to get results yeah. from what you offer. What I love about what Sophie did here, though, is that she took the no and improvised and said, hmm, I don't really want to say I know he's a no to coaching. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to say no to this person. What else is possible? Like you went down the road of what else is possible. So I really love that, Sophie. And it sounds like you have an amazing client who's done amazing <laughs> work with himself by, you know, receiving this alternative offer that you came up with in, in the process. So and thank his you. his wife was an amazing coach. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, Sophie. Well, thank you so much for being with me today. It no, has thank been you for having me. Quite a pleasure. Quite a pleasure. I know I could. we could always go for a lot longer on these conversations. <laughs> However, we are at the end. So listeners, we do love your feedback. Please definitely let us know what you thought of today's show. You can send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We could even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open and remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. 
Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.